you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Masterplan. I'm your host, Michael Felpkowski, and today I'm joined by Connor DiBiase. We are talking about NBA rumors. The draft is coming up. We're also talking about the Chris Paul trade. Not a lot going on today in the NBA. The season is over, but that really just means that the next season has already begun, right, Connor? Yep, took about a week till we got everything. Again, we had first it's uh, option decisions, player option, team option, whatnot. Then you go into the draft, draft day trades beforehand, whatever. Uh, then you're right into free agency. Uh, yep. Then we start summer league in like a month, you know? Um, it's not that much of a low until that, that gap between summer league and the start of the season uh, is probably the biggest gap because you got so much um, – just action happening now. I mean, Summer League's July 5th, I think. Um, like, you, you're just kind of done for a little after that because no one's really signing, no trades are typically happening. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we got, we got basketball for the next month still. Um, news, uh, moves, draft, obviously. Um, just just basketball. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I think that that's one of the great things about professional sports, especially if you love one in particular. You know, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, the I mean, the off-seasons really are never over. There are definitely quiet parts. But I think especially for the NBA, I mean, there's kind of always stuff going on. The season lasts quite a while. They have a summer league. And the draft, so everything's kind of you know placed very well for them. So you really never have too much downtime. Uh, Con, let's talk a little bit about what happened yesterday. And we knew yeah. Bradley Beal. We, I mean, it was it's been in the rumors pretty much before the last game of the NBA Finals that Bradley Beal was going to be moved. It was more of a question of you know where is that going to happen? And you know obviously the Suns were in the mix, uh, and the Heat were also in the mix for that as well. Um, you know, what What do you make of this move for the Suns to get Bradley Beal? Um, you know, are they really trying to push for a championship right now? Oh, I mean, they have to. Uh, they have to do whatever they can to push for a championship uh, because in two years you're screwed. Uh, <laughs> just, just, I mean, you have three guys each taking up 25% of your cap, one taking up 15 um, So you had 90% of your cap in four guys. Um <laughs> two of which have been injury concerns, one of which is not a max player in Aiton. 
just not that good. Um, Ook, obviously, is an amazing player. Might be best shooting guy in the league. Stays healthy for the most part. But the Beatles played, what, 40 games on average the past four seasons. KD's played maybe even less um, just because he missed a couple. Uh, so, yeah, they're going all in healthy. This team's deadly, but uh, the depth is nothing. They sent uh, Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, who had a pretty good playoffs. Um, won them one of the games against the Nuggets. Um, and... Uh, bunch of second round picks for Bradley Beal. The trade is not officially through as the Wizards are looking to send Chris Paul to a third team. Right. Um, one of those teams that come up is the Washington, uh, sorry, the Los Angeles Clippers potentially. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is KD getting another big three. Um, you know, he had just Kyrie, Harden and himself uh, two years ago. Um, now he's got another uh, pretty deadly backcourt. Um, just you have to be concerned about depth because right. I mean, and and how many times have we kind of talked about this in the NBA, Connor? Where it's like, oh, this team <clears throat> looks super super good at the beginning of a the season. They're the number one team, and, and then oh, they don't have any depth. Oh, you thinking about like those teams without any depth. They have some guys. They have one guy off the bench, whatever. This team has five players under contract, and that's it. And that takes up um, like most of their cap. Uh, and what they can bring back, Tory Craig, Jock Landall, Josh Okogie, whatnot. But like um, right now in their current state. They, your starting lineup is what campaign Bradley Beal Devin Booker that doesn't really work so maybe bring back Toy Craig go Beal Booker Craig Durant Aiden um, then you have literally no one coming off the bench uh, and that's what can cripple you right and that's especially you know important because KD does not play full seasons I mean he gets injured almost every single year it's not either right it's so <clears throat> unlikely and that's why the Suns are done. I, I full-on expect DeAndre Ayton to get traded for depth pieces. Um, he doesn't have that much value. Um, so you're not getting stars um, out of it just because he's, he's not that good, right. in all honesty. Um, but, like, the one that, that I'm thinking, like, just a couple players, like, Daniel Tyson, TJ McConnell, and Jalen Smith from the Pacers, or Reggie Bullock, Davis Bertans, and JaVale McGee. Like, just a, a few players cut maybe 10 million cap, don't take as much cap back just because uh, it gives you more options with the mid level. Um, but yeah, I would say they're not keeping aim because they need that depth. So right, and and the Suns are still gonna be still gonna be going. Right, and, and you know they still have to deal with the Nuggets, who are still, I think, the best team in basketball. Um, and yeah, the West is competitive. They have some good teams in the West. Um, and you expect Chris Paul to land back in the West. Um, in some capacity. Yeah, where, where do you think he's going to end up, though? I think right now the Clippers seem like the the most likely option um, to trade for him, but 
really, if no one actually wants to take on that 30 mil, um, they will probably cut him and he has his choice. Uh, and I would say um, that the Lakers would be the, the, the top expected team. Right. Um, and, and Chris Paul did have a down year, got injured in the playoffs, but I mean, he was an all-star more recently than Bradley Beal. There's some value. I know the money's big for the, whatever it is, 38-year-old, 39-year-old uh, to be paying him. Right. I mean, I think that Chris Paul... That gives you the option to right. cut him. And I think that Chris Paul and LeBron, I think, is... I mean, that's like a... I think that I think that works it's, well. It's interesting. They're very good friends, but they've never played together. Right. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting how they how they work together because they are both um, kind of ball dominant. Um, on the Wizards' end, not only trading Bradley Beal, but Kristaps Porzingis, who opted into his player option for thirty six million. Uh, I'm sure they'll look to trade him. Um, I think Kyle Kuzma declined his player option, um, so they'll probably just let him walk. I think this team's going finally after Tommy Shepard almost ran the the franchise into the ground, or he did in reality. <laughs> they, they're going into full rebuild. Uh, the, this trade should be a lesson uh, to never give a player a no trade clause, uh, because Bradley Beal is a guy that. I mean, you, you hear rumors of what he's expected to get traded for, and instead of uh, whatever it is, Chris Paul and Landry Shaman, people expect it to be like Tyler Hero, Nikola Jovic, the first-round pick last year, Duncan Robinson, and three first-round picks or whatever, like this crazy value. Um, and then you get to the point where Bradley Beal can say, hey, I only want to go to Phoenix. You have to accept their offer uh, because I have a no trade clause. I can decline any. Right. And, and, and by the way, I feel like me personally, I know that Bradley Beal you know, probably wanted to go to the, uh, to, to the Suns. I feel like the Heat is probably a better fit for him. And I, I, I think that – I don't know. I mean – I just don't think that this whole Suns thing is going to work out. I just there's something about it to me. They're going to have a brand new coach. I feel like KD's going to get injured. Bradley Beal's going to get injured. Depends. Depends on the, whatever the Aiton trade is. Um, like yeah, being healthy for the playoffs. It's been the the thing of the Clippers for the past few years. They come down to the playoffs. They start to turn it on. They look good. Probably would have won the 2021 championship. If Kawhi didn't get hurt, I mean, Paul George beat the Jazz single-handedly in a series. Uh, you think the Bucks are beating that team with Kawhi healthy? I don't think so. Um, but they can't stay healthy anytime it comes to the playoffs. Not once. Um, so you're kind of, I don't know, not really expecting um, them to to play uh, as much as you want. And, and that team's not winning if if one of these guys are out. Most likely not, just because of the depth. They don't have someone that can slot in and be a spot starter. Obviously, guys were taking minimums. There, there'll be a few guys um, around the league that will agree to, a, to take a minimum contract. Um, maybe some guys that are better than, what, uh, than a minimum. We've seen that for years on quote-unquote super teams. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, you worry about the depth for a team like that, and that's always been the the concern. Yeah. Um, all right, I mean, let's talk. The concern in the playoffs last year, and they had more guys, Chris Paul and Shamit, is they had no depth last year, and that's why they lost in the playoffs. So to get even less of that back um, is crazy. All right, let's talk a little bit about the rest of the NBA. Um, <clears throat> Connor, what are some some rumors that you what, what what's going around I think right the, now? The craziest thing right now is the top of the draft. Um, and obviously, Victor Wembanyama is going one. That's not changing. But two through five all could be on the move. Um, really? There are rumors that the Pelicans are really high on Scoot Henderson. They're willing to send uh, Zion Williamson to the wow. Hornets for pick number two. Um, Hornets don't really want Zion. They'd rather Brandon Ingram instead. So something something could happen there. Uh, pick three uh, is very, very heavily um, in trade talks as the, the trailblazers want to get a second star next to Damian Lillard. Um, they're offering Anthony Simons in that third pick, trying to get a, a, an elite wing, as they say. Uh, I mean, isn't, isn't that what they've been doing for the past however many years, though? I feel, I feel like the... I feel yes, like... but they've never had a third. They've always been a borderline playoff team. They ever jumped a third in the lottery. That's true. Uh, you know, that, the, that pick holds value. Um, and, and as they expect to resign Jeremy Grant, uh, really, you want Dame, Sharp, Grant, Nurkic, technically in the lineup. So you want that small forward. Um, if, if the Hornets stick and go... Brendan Miller, which is heavily mocked. I don't think they will. Uh, I don't know how you can stick there and go Brendan Miller instead of Scoop. Um, but then you could definitely look at maybe Brendan Ingram being traded to the um, Trailblazers for that pick. But but other teams that, that can be in there, the Toronto Raptors, um, are one with a OG Ananobi or a Pascal Siakam trade. Um, Carl Anthony Towns, the Timberwolves trading up. Um, the- yeah, by the way, just, just to interject really quick, did you see what Carl Anthony Towns said on the Pat Pev podcast the other day? He goes, he goes <laughs> when I'm done, people will be like, I remember him. <laughs> I'm going to play like him. You see that? <laughs> see, I'm the best big man in the league. <laughs> I, I, played, I played a unique way. I was like, Carl Anthony Towns, like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> no one thinks you're the best big in the league. Swear to God. I mean, he goes, he goes. Guy said, oh, that was the craziest reason. Our Timberwolves run last year was better than this Nuggets championship. Right, exactly. They won a, a play-in game, but they smoked in the first round. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I swear to God, Carl Anthony Towns wakes up every day and goes, I'm the best player in the league. I'm like. What? <laughs> like, who is this guy? Uh, anyways, though, continue. Yeah, other teams. Um, Boston has been uh, rumored, but I doubt it would be Jalen Brown for Simons and three. Um, but right now, the, that value on pick three uh, drops if Scoot goes two. Um, I think that, that a lot of teams want that point guard um, and, and Henderson. Um, but right. if, 
if the Hornets win it uh, and they pick like Brandon Miller at two, then that number three pick, uh, the realistic part of getting a real star, close to superstar, full back for Simons and the third pick become a possibility. Um, if it's Brandon Miller there, then I'd say look at a team like the Raptors with Pascal Siakam um, getting Simons and three or whatnot for Siakam um, rather than uh, the other way around. Um, but yeah, as a, as a whole, there's definitely going to be one of these picks on the move, not even talking about uh, the Rockets' fourth pick, as the Rockets look to kind of buy in um, for whatever reason. Um, as they potentially look to add James Harden, uh, it seems like he has a decent chance uh, to go there and look to trade for another um, player as well to help them out or sign, like, sign a guy like... Uh, Get a guy like Chris Paul or, or something like that. Um, no way. James Harden is not going to be on the 76ers to lose in the playoffs for them? No way. But they have the most cap space. Um, they have the fourth overall pick. Um, it sounds like they want to kind of buy in a bit, even though they're, they're close between um, – close between getting these these top picks into into their primes you know and building them up they want to kind of throw that away to to try to compete uh, right so they could be trading that pick the pistons at five could definitely uh, be on the move of that pick if the guy they want doesn't drop uh, tough tough time for the pistons falling from first to fifth um, especially this year i mean again victor Wembayana is the prospect, pretty much. I mean, he is the prospect. So, to miss out on a chance for him, uh, I mean, the Pistons will be okay. But too, Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller, you see as as kind of levels above uh, Emma Thompson uh, because Thompson's jumper is not there. Um, above Cam Whitmore, who I'm sure the the Pistons would have mind. Um, a few team above. Either the power forwards, Taylor Hendricks, Jess Walker. Um, it just, yeah, it, it's a drop for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's the NBA though. And I, 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 I mean, I think that unlike the NFL, the, the NBA does a really nice job of at least limiting the uh, success of a tank, right? And, and that's the whole point of a draft lottery. You're not, you're not guaranteed the number one pick just because you have the worst record, um, which I think – you know, definitely makes the league, or at least tries to make the league more competitive. Uh, Greg Popovich might disagree with what I just said, though, right? <laughs> he, yeah, he might. Yeah. He might. He might. Um, yeah, so, let, Connor, let me ask you. In the NBA right now, obviously we have some of the draft teams. What teams, what are like three teams that you think are, are looking to make a big splash free agent move this offseason? What, 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 what are... Three teams you think would make a make a big move or, or need to? It's interesting just because the free agent class is not good. Um, like you're looking at other than James Harden, of course. Uh, uh, next thing you're looking at is Chris Middleton, who I think opted into his player option. Um, Kyrie, who really, I mean, what are you doing with Kyrie? Yeah, what are you? Opted into his player option. Um, 
D'Angelo Russell is bad. Uh, Draymond, Fred Van Vliet, uh, Harrison Barnes, Jeremy Grant. These are the guys that, that kind of top out this class, and it's not good at all, uh, really. Jacopodal. Um, so I think the Rockets are definitely a team that are looking to um, to make a move. Um, just uh, whether it's um, James Harden or Chris Paul or uh, that one would be either by signing a trade, just kind of definitely want to get get some veteran presence on that team. Right. Um, I think you're definitely going to look at um, – the Mavericks to do something, whether it's just max out Kyrie Irving or it's um, try to sign and trade him to another team, whatever you want to do with it. Um, they they just they can't get nothing for Kyrie here. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's. Then, I don't think people. I mean, you know, do you think Kyrie could be a Laker next year? Is it possible? No, no. Uh, the Lakers' money situation is rough. Um, it doesn't make much sense uh, because you got the RFAs and Ray Hachimura and Austin Reeves you both want to bring back. Um, hey, as LeBron said, though, maybe it's me. You know, maybe it is. I don't know. The, the Lakers are going to have a fairly boring, um, fairly boring uh, offseason, I expect. Oh, well, uh, then, I, well, then I feel bad for Lakers fans. I'm kidding, but I don't. I think the the idea is that they'll have tradable assets at the trade deadline. Right. Um, to potentially kind of go for it, I guess. Um, I think uh, another team that is for sure trying to do something, um, I think, would be the Nets. Um, I think... Well, they kind of need to do something. Yeah, I think there's... This, they're not like that young and up and coming. Their core, um, where I think they want to kind of get some guys to build up and eventually do a superstar trade, whatever it is. Um, but getting another wing to go with Mikhail, to go with Cam Johnson, um, Kuzma. Obviously, there's a point guard hole there, but it's not like a great point guard on the market to go after. Um, but yeah, getting they obviously also have to resign Cam Thomas, but there's a few guys there that 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 can be a part of that team. Obviously they're still paying Ben Simmons forty million dollars, which induced their cap space just a decent amount. Uh, but he's almost Yeah, he's just almost just a little there. bit. Just a little bit. But I mean I, I think that you know, you look at the NBA, and I mean, I, I look at Draymond, obviously a generational illegal pick center, uh, or like legal pick setter, excuse me, the Celtics. Please go get Draymond Green. I mean, please. Uh, Draymond wants a fucking max contract, I think. Yeah, we can't give him a max. Okay, uh, never mind. Um, yeah, I don't know what Draymond's doing, but yeah, uh, maybe the Rockets will pay him. Just because the Rockets want a veteran presence. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the NBA is one of those – this is one of those off-seasons where teams aren't going to make – you know, there aren't going to be a lot of huge splash moves. I mean, there will be some. 
Um, but I think teams are just looking more to add. I think what will end up is with is a lot of players just mostly re-signing play in places. Yeah, I, um, I don't think it'd be a very exciting off season here. I think no. um, one of those things that I like the number one move I think I'd look at is James Harden technically signing traded just for nothing. Um, like the Sixers would send them a couple second round picks. The Rockets would send them DJ Augustine on his contract, whatever it is, basically trade James Harden for nothing. So the Sixers then have a traded player exception to use on like Fred, uh, Fred Van Vliet, who is Nick Nurse's old point guard and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Or D- I don't want to say D'Angelo Russell, but I think that's a likely thing to happen. So if I would have predict a free agency, like crazy switch, I guess, guys switching teams would be Harden to the Rockets, Fred Van Vliet to the Sixers. Yeah. Um, that's what I'd expect. Yeah. Well, the NBA draft is coming up, obviously. The Spurs and Victor Wembayata, that's going to be a fun team to watch next season. I think at least we'll get Greg Popovich actually trying to win basketball games again, um, which is always a good thing. Uh, and, you know, I just, I think that we're going to get, you know, we have some really talented players at the top three. Um, and, you know, there, again, there are always plenty of guys who fall to middle of the round, uh, late first round, some superstars are even drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. So, you know, yeah, the drafts, the draft, I'm looking forward to it. This is a fun draft for sure. Obviously when Ben Yama's at the top, but, but there's a lot of potential. Um, yeah. More so than the last couple couple rounds, and and guys not going to be stars right away. I think there's a, there's projects for sure, but a lot of potential as well. Uh, you got like three guys from Victor Wembanyama, Victor Wembanyama's France team uh, that are, like don't play that much, but their potential is there, and they finally got spotlighted because he was on the team that is expected to go in the first round. Um, the Thompson twins both played against 16-year-olds in the overtime elite. They're both supposed to be taking the lottery. There's it, it, just it's an odd draft for sure, but a lot of fun, and, and it should be a, a pretty exciting day. Absolutely. All right, Connor. Thank you so much for joining us here today. We'll be back soon with more great sports content. Have a great day.